Welcome to the A Plus Ed Tech Podcast. My name is Ashley McBride, and I am really excited about this episode. Today, we're going to talk about multitasking PD. Now, this is not a thing. I just kind of made it up. Um, so I call it multitasking PD because this is where I learn a lot of the things that I talk about on here and the things that I share with my teachers and I am a big multitasker. Now, I know multitasking isn't for everybody, and I know that sometimes multitasking gets a really bad rap, but when you're sitting there folding laundry, or you're mowing the lawn, or you're standing in line at the grocery store, and you are just doing something that does not require a whole lot of brain capacity then why not learn something while you're doing it? So I'm going to talk to you about a few things that I do, and I hope that you'll come back and share either via Twitter or in the comments about some things that you might do in order to get professional development quickly or to even get it when you're multitasking. The first thing I want to say is Twitter. Twitter is a fantastic tool, and most of the people listening to this know exactly how powerful it is. I use Twitter as a way to get PD in five or 10 minute increments. So it may be while I am standing in line at the grocery store. It may be when I am waiting for my children to put their shoes on before we run outside to go do something else. I love the fact that I can look at Twitter and in just a couple of minutes, I can find some great resources, some new announcements from ed tech companies, and some great blog posts about what other teachers are doing in their classrooms. So then I can like it or I can retweet it or I can mark it as something to read later. And when I have a chance to sit down and really digest it, then I'm able to go do that. Another way that I do multitask PD is through podcasts, and I'm guessing if you're listening to this, you also listen to podcasts, but there are a lot of great podcasts out there. In fact, if you go to the show notes on my website, aplusedtech.com, then you're going to find a link to a Padlet of a lot of great education podcasts. There's just so many of them. I don't even want to just start blurting them out and listing them because I will miss a lot of them. So I listen to podcasts in the car when I'm folding laundry. I've been staining my fence, which has turned into quite a chore, but I've been staining my fence and listening to podcasts there. And there's another way that I get professional development while I'm multitasking, and that is through Voxer. I have a great PLN through Voxer, but I was actually introduced to Voxer through EdCamp Voxer, which is now called EdCamp Voice. And this is why I'm so excited about this episode is because we have Sarah Thomas, who is one of the organizers of EdCamp Voice on Voxer, and she is going to answer some questions about what EdCamp Voice is and how you can participate in it. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for coming to join me today. Um, oh. I really appreciate you taking the time. Oh, thank you so much. It is a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Can you explain to us what EdCamp Voice is? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So EdCamp Voice, this is our 
fourth time doing it. Um, it's gone through a couple of name changes, but it started off as Ed Camp Boxer, and then we switched to Ed Camp Voice on Boxer. But pretty much the premise behind it is that it is an Ed Camp held entirely on the Boxer platform. So the thing about this Ed Camp that like no other Ed Camp can really do is that you can literally be in all the rooms at the same time. And I mean, it's just. It's just crazy conversations. The conversations just keep going on and on and on. Like we have some rooms that started up in round one back in December 2015 and are still going strong right now. So where where did the idea for Ed Camp Voice come from? Um, there were a few of us who were in a Voxer group together and we were chatting one day and the idea just kind of um, organically came up and we were just like, okay, you know, let's go ahead and, and let's try to do this, you know, entirely on Boxer and, and see what happens. And I know like, um, there, there had been so many great Boxer PLNs that I personally had been a part of and everybody was kind of saying the same thing. And, you know, I had seen on, um, on, uh, Ed Change Global that there was like a session that was done using Boxer. And, uh, so that was pretty cool. And, so, so when we got to talking um, about maybe doing uh, an Ed Camp entirely on Boxer, um, then you know we just kind of decided to go for it. So we went with it, and uh, here we are. Um, and and who are uh, who all started this with you? Oh my goodness, there were quite a few people. Um, let me see if I can remember everybody from memory. So, um, so over the four different iterations. Then there has been um, Nicole Howard, Carla Jefferson, Shayna White, Regina Schaefer, Shayna Glass, Rochelle Wooten. Um, let me see. And I know I'm missing someone. I know I'm missing someone. Um, ah, it's escaping me. So charge, charge my head and not my heart. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> okay, so it's an ed camp. It happens on Voxer. But how do educators actually sign up to participate? And then what does it look like to get into those separate rooms? Okay, so on our website, people can go there to register and also for the session board. So our website is edcampvoice.com. And there, there is a registration page where people can go ahead and get signed up. So after ISTE, we'll begin dropping people into the main room. We actually have two main rooms because... In the boxer groups, there's a cap of 500. So we hit that a while back and started up a second room. Um, and since then, people have left. So they can expect to be added to one or the other um, rooms that are the main rooms. Um, in addition, there is a session board, just like in any other ed camp. And it is totally open to any session idea. So what people will do is just go to the session board page. They will fill out the Google form there. And they can put the, the title of their session, um, their Boxer handle. If they have a room already created, then they can go ahead and add that. Or if you know, they want to create their own room, they can do that. Or we can create one for them if they, if they want a little support there as well. Um, but definitely, you know, for existing groups, this may be a way to, um, to rekindle some of those fires that, you know, were, were, were burning and might have like faltered a little bit. So it might be a great way to add some existing rooms and get some new blood in, into those rooms. Um, so once people fill out the Google form, then what we do is put it up on our session board, which is a Google doc, um, that has clickable links and people can just kind of add themselves to the different groups, whichever ones they're interested in. 
So can anyone post a session idea? Absolutely. Anyone can post a session idea. Um, as long as they're an educator, (laughs) you know, it's something (laughs) that, uh, you know, if, if it's an educational idea or even if it's not an educational idea, um, even if it's something else that, you know, they want to connect with other educators about that's not necessarily having to do with, um, something inside the classroom or school. Like for example, if they want to talk about, um, I don't know, maybe, uh, branding, like personal professional branding, then that, that could also be a topic. And I mean, that that is kind of related to education, but you know, something along those lines, whatever interests them that they want to connect with other people about, then they can just go ahead and add that to the session board and, uh, we'll have the room created. So are there any rules for this, like length of boxes or, uh, anything along those lines? No, there's no rules. Uh, it's, pretty it's pretty informal um you know just like just like most ed camps and uh the beauty about it is that you know anyone who wants to participate can uh i am an introvert which is a closely guarded secret even though i blab it to the whole world but um (laughs) i know that in uh face-to-face ed camps a lot of times i'm reluctant to to speak because i don't want to cut someone else off And so I wait and I wait and I wait and I'm very mindful to try to find a pause in the conversation, which usually never comes um, if it's a very passionate session. So um, so what I really like about it being on Boxer is that everyone gets a chance to participate. And in terms of the lengths of boxes, then um, there is no hard and fast rules. Um, Of course, you know, being mindful of uh, others time is, is a good general rule of thumb, but there is always the option to skip boxes or to speed them up or slow them down or, you know, whatever. So that's, that's another reason why the platform kind of lends itself to something like this. So do you have any tips for first time ed camp voice participants or some tricks that you might want to share? Yeah, absolutely. I would say first and foremost, and this is probably, uh, something that's said at every ed camp, Um, Don't be afraid to just jump in. You know, everyone has something to share. Everyone has something to add. Also, don't be afraid to lurk um, on the flip side of that. So it's whatever you're comfortable with. If you want to share, if you want to listen, it's it's totally up to you. Also, just pace yourself. You know, don't don't feel like you have to jump into every single room. Of course, you can if you want to, but you you really don't have to Um, just just take on whatever you're interested in as much as you want to handle. And in addition, another good rule of thumb is not to forward boxes without permission. So Boxer does allow you to send boxes to, you know, other groups or to post them on Twitter or whatever. But generally a good rule of thumb is to ask before doing so. All right. So when does all this happen? So this is going down on July 7th. So we're going to kick it off at 12 noon Eastern time on July 7th. And it's going to continue for 24 hours and well, almost 24 hours. We're going to wrap it up at 1145 Eastern on the 8th. Um, however, you know, it's, it's boxer. So it's, we're not limiting it by time. Um, some conversations have already started because people have started to add themselves into the rooms. And in addition, we encourage the conversations to continue beyond the ed camp, um, Beyond EdCamp Voice, um, like I said, there's some groups that are like going into their second full year of conversation and, um, you know, they have really kind of grown um, out of EdCamp Boxer and EdCamp Voice into 
like these movements. So, I mean, it's just really been cool to see the development um, and to see them, you know, really gain and maintain uh, momentum and just kind of change, you know, people have, have kind of changed their lives in some ways um, in terms of finding their passion and like actually going for it. So, so that's been really, really cool to hear about and to watch. Um, so you are also the founder of EduMatch. What is EduMatch? EduMatch is a community of learners. So we are educators around the world um, on six of the seven continents. We don't have anyone in Antarctica yet. No, <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day. I don't know. <laughs> but um, we are always kind of sharing and connecting and growing um, along lines of similar interests through social media. So we connect through Voxer, through Twitter, through YouTube Live, Periscope, Facebook, Slack, Instagram, the list goes on and on and on. And we, um, you know, we, we collaborate together. We, um, we, we're kind of like a, like a family in a way. Um, because, you know, with your family, then you have these very strong bonds, these very strong connections. So just like with our students, you know, then, um, how we how we try to foster that strong sense of peer to peer learning then as lifelong learners it's the same with us so we're we're fostering that sense of uh community and um and family so that we can we can actually get to the heart of some of the matters um that are very important to our students um and you know just kind of troubleshoot in order to be the best educators that we can be for our students so i hear that there is an announcement coming at ISTE 17 about EduMatch. Can you share anything about it? Oh, yes, absolutely. I'm super, super, super excited because um, one thing that we have recently begun doing has been um, publishing books. Um, So our very first one came in December, and it was EduMatch Snapshot in Education 2016, where we had 20 educators from the United States kind of share a snapshot into their classroom for the year. So we're bringing that back for 2017, but that's not coming till December. But what's happening on Sunday um, at ISTE is that we are having our third EduMatch meetup, uh, our third annual ISTE EduMatch meetup, I should say. And during that time, then we will be releasing our second book, which is the EduMatch Teacher's Recipe Guide, Survive and Thrive in the Classroom and Beyond. So it just kind of came out of a a uh, crazy conversation one day in our boxer group where someone was talking about what they wanted to cook for dinner and uh, people just kind of chimed in and we were just kind of riding the wave of, of um, EduSnap 16. And so the idea came about to, why don't we start a cookbook? And, you know, so it just, it just kind of spun from there and it's actually becoming a thing. So uh, super excited for that. I am glad to hear that, and I'm excited to see what that book looks like whenever we meet up in in ISTE. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't wait to see you. Well, thank you so much for taking the time tonight to do this, and uh, I do want to put a shout-out out there for the individuals who are uh, working with you on EdCamp Voice this year. So who are our um, – what's the word? <laughs> <laughs> who are organizers. there you go thank you i'm gonna try that again okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so right now we're just kind of rounding out the um the roster so um you know we're just we're still kind of we're we're still tapping the the group from from december 2016 and uh seeing who's going to be on board for summertime um but as of right now then um 
Regina Schaefer and Rochelle Wooten are on board, and uh, we will probably have some others joining us as well, uh, especially after we connect face-to-face at ISTE. So uh, the list of organizers will be growing. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was truly a pleasure. If you haven't had the chance to participate in EdCamp Voice yet, you're going to love it. So if you go to my website, aplusedtech.com, and go to the show notes for this episode, then you'll be able to find all the links that you need. And you're also going to be able to find Sarah Thomas's Twitter handle, as well as Regina Schaefer's and Rochelle Wooten, who so far are our organizers. Now, Ed Camp Voxer happens twice a year. It happens once in the summer and once around Christmas time. I have been able to participate in two of them so far, and let me tell you, I love them, and I want to give you a couple of hints that I've learned. First of all, if you're interested in a session, just go ahead and jump in, and if you start to fall behind and you want to start parring down, it's okay to leave a session. It is all right if you pull yourself out of there or even if, and I've done this before, go through and I had one day about 2,000 voxes to listen to. So I ended up going through a couple of the sessions and just starting completely from scratch by marking all of them as heard. So it is a great experience And I hope you can join this time. If you can't, then be looking for it in December. If you haven't already subscribed to the A-Plus EdTech podcast, then go ahead and go to iTunes or Podbean and do that. You're not going to want to miss what's coming up next. I will be able to go to ISTE, and I'm going to be interviewing individuals there, as well as doing some roundtable stuff with people that I know and people that I work with. So it's pretty exciting stuff. So next time you hear me, it'll be from Isti.